Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast. Week two is in the books. Week three is on the docket tonight, if you're listening on Friday, which almost everybody does. Mm. College football is on right now. I got the backyard brawl going. Uh, you know, it, it was a little a little chilly this morning. It felt like felt a little bit like football. In the 60s. Oh, man. It's that time of the year. Let's go. listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. Uncle Song, how we doing? Doing good tonight. They know, hit me up first off the bat. Uh, yeah, just, you're cut, just right in. <laughs> you weren't ready, were you? Nah, I was a little bit, false start. You sound yeah. a little bit like you're asleep. You sleep something? We're going to get you a Red dark. Bull or something. You know what I'm saying? It's dark out here. It and is I'm, dark. I'm feeling it. You got the crickets going out here. You got a little bit of the sand in my eyes. You back here in your home, home county? Yeah. Out here in Madison? Relaxed. But well, no, I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing doing great, Song. West or, uh, Pittsburgh just scored, unfortunately. They tie, they're going to tie it up. It's going to be 17 all. Uh, six minutes left in the third. So you'll you'll probably get updates for for this game mm-hmm. throughout, even though you already know the score because it'll be over by the time you listen to this. Give us a, a shout out or uh, or like when Penn State Purdue comes up. I'd like to know what's going on in that game. Too. Penn State Purdue are they playing right now? Yeah, eight o'clock kick. Really, the the traditional. Time the traditional RIP. Uh, Penn State fourteen to ten right now. They're about to go to halftime. Okay, it's pretty close. Yeah, boiler up. Where are they playing at? Purdue. At Purdue. Gosh. On the we, we were driving up to Chicago one time, and we went by the exit in Indiana. So like uh-huh. you would get off to go to like West Lafayette, I think it is. And wow, there is nothing <laughs> in Purdue. <laughs> nothing. I mean, it could have been a long way off the interstate, but it's pretty flat. It had to be a long, long way off the interstate up there. A lot of the Midwest is that way. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that's the uh, that's the college football segment that we'll probably touch touch on a few times. But we do got a week two uh, review, week three preview. We got Commerce Hebron, got a Commerce Murphy review. Um, let's start with the Commerce Murphy review. We both were in the house. Song, tell us tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, it was a real close game. I think anybody that great game was there. It's a great game. Uh, home opener. Huge turnout for Commerce. Uh, you know, they probably over 100 folks came from Murphy two hours away. Uh, they were in the game. Um, but, yeah, it was a really close game. We always like to look at the stats and see, see what story kind of the stats tell for the game. Um, the game or the stats show that it was a close game. Uh, Commerce scored 14 points on eight drives. Murphy scored 15 points on eight drives. Commerce offense gained 263 yards. Murphy's offense gained 258 yards. So only five yards difference there. Uh, so it was like that all night. I mean, I think in the first half, nobody scored until 40 seconds left when Tyshawn Wiggins 
punched in from about rumbled, five yards rumbled, out. Rumbled in. He did. He rumbled in. Uh, he had one score. Jaden Daniels had one score. Um, Jaden led the team with yards, uh, 18 carries for 76 yards, uh, 5.33 yards per carry. Uh, Jakari came in right behind him with eight carries and 57 yards, uh, a little bit higher, 7.33 yards per carry. Um, I think we moved the ball well all night on offense. Uh, defense, we struggled at times, especially with the fullback trap. I mean, I I went back and watched the game, and it, it was painful to watch us run up field and get kicked out. Um any thoughts from you, Dino? They were trapping. They they were trapping. Ray Lamb was a trap house <laughs> on Friday night. Thought I'd see Admiral Akbar for a second. <laughs> uh, the only thought I had is uh, they just reversed this call. It's actually not a touchdown, but it's still second and goal. And then, uh, I think they scored at that time. Um, it was a really good game. I mean, I, I was interested. I was going to ask you, do you think – Oh, they're throwing flags. There's flags all over the field. The backyard raw. They're going to fight before the night's over with. Uh, who do you think was the better team? Are we? Are we kind? Of, are you kind of done with stats? I mean, is that we can touch back on them through the through as our discussion? Goes. I was going to ask. I, so I wasn't at the Southside game. I watched on the computer. Uh-huh. But you can kind of get a sense, a better sense if you're there. Who do you think was the better team, Southside or Murphy? That's a tough. It's a tough debate to have because you have such contrasting styles of play. I think fundamentally, Murphy was a better team. I think talent-wise, Southside was a better team. There were some times where Murphy was running down the field blocking, and it was like it was just a wave moving our defense out of the way. Off tackle one time, I remember seeing somebody get just completely rolled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they just patiently ran behind their box. Southside was more of a get you in space, you know, try to get their, their playmakers the ball and, and make you miss type offense. So I think that it looked like, honestly, Murphy presented the tougher matchup for Commerce because, I mean, they, they really seemed like they wanted that game Friday night. That was a little too good of an answer. You're too political there. You just really towed that line. But you do ultimately you think Murphy would beat Southside, I guess, is what I'm if they played. If they play If they played, I think Southside would probably beat Murphy. Right. Uh because I think Southside would have done some of the things that we were trying to do Friday night better than we did that would have given them a big advantage over Murphy. Like the screen passes and stuff. Um, the only other thing that I had, I'm not doing hardly any stats, except for this stat, 0-1 with the Tiger Eyes off. No Tiger Eyes. I, I think that's the biggest takeaway. I mean, there are a lot of takeaways from the game we could talk about, but the number one, why were the green lights not on? I mean, do, do they exist? Because it... So, for the people that weren't there, because we do got out-of-state listeners, yeah. et cetera, uh, there's like a wrap on the, on the new board or something? Yeah, so if you'd been to a commerce game over the last couple of years, you could 
take a look at the tiger sign and see that it was at least two decades old. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the gold on the numbers from the different years were mismatched. Because the sun. Because of the sun and time. And then wind or, or a person, I don't know, a crowbar maybe, had tried to lift one of the panels up and it had bent one of the panels. So either that happened naturally or that happened from some inspection. So it was looking worse for the wear. Uh, so we have wrapped the tiger side with a vinyl sign, but it has hidden the glowing green eyes of Tiger Field. I mean, one of the major points of tradition for commerce. Is it, is, is it a wrap just over the yeah, original board? It is. Okay. I didn't know if that was what it was or not. Yeah, I saw they actually put it up before the game. Uh, so it really? kind of felt a little rushed. Well, I mean, honestly, I didn't know that. Knowing that, actually, I think it looked better than <laughs> than if they had, like, took, you know. I thought they had, like, taken their time, and that's what it ended up looking like. And I was like, man, that's a little tough. Because there's definitely some, you know, some some wrinkles and creases and bubbles. But yeah. It looks good. Like, if it was the normal board with that and yeah. the, like, and the, the green eyes, eyes, like, it would look great. Yeah. So... I don't know. Yeah, zero and one without the without the eyes. It's, it's unfortunate. If that's not coming back, that is very unfortunate. Yeah, that that was tough. I mean, we did have we did have some some. And you know, spots. late late in the late in the game, you know, when you need those few plays. Yeah. For some reason, for some reason, we they did, they just didn't fall our way. Yeah, and I think part of that. If <laughs> no, you, I think it's the eyes. Don't, it was, don't come in here with reason. I, I want completely, I want no logic and reason. Just I want magic. Be, I just want ma- the magic tiger eyes is what it was. But now you go ahead with your logic and reason. Well, did it not feel a little subdued on Friday night? Like, the crowd really wasn't involved very much. Yeah, maybe. I think that had, we, we it lacked a little energy. I mean, there lacked was. a little pop? A little pop, yeah. And that, I think that the tiger eyes play a part in that. Um <laughs> We we did do some things well. I mean, we had some fantastic punts. 152 yards punted on three punts. Uh, we pinned them down inside the yeah, five the punt, a couple times. Strong. Uh, we snuffed out a fourth down try. Um, two for two on PATs. We had an interception. We had a forced fumble right there on that long run. Uh, I think it was Simpson that forced the fumble, and then Thomason recovered it, and Thomason had that uh, the interception. So we did some things good. Um, I just really feel like Commerce was the better team Friday night, and we didn't get the job done when we. I think we really should have won that game. I think so too. It was tough. There was a couple of like real boneheaded mistakes down near the end. Yeah. That kind of. I mean, you're still not guaranteed to win, and it takes a whole game to win. But tough to see that. And, again, it's probably, you know, it's still early. Only second game of the year. So, there's yeah. got to work through that stuff. Yep. Uh, rather happen now than in the region or playoffs. Um, any other takeaways that we missed? I think that's about it. Yeah. I think it's probably best to, you know, move, move past it. It was a, you know, played a real good team that's won a lot of state championships. Yeah, in North Carolina program. single A. Uh, obviously already beat a team that's won a lot of state championships in South Carolina single A. So you got – you know for sure that you could compete at the highest level in the Carolinas. Yeah. So we know that through week two, week two. That's that's something. We could be like Raven Gap and play in the North Carolina League. 
Maybe so. Maybe so. Okay, lightning round. Perhaps, maybe. We'll see how fast. Week two around the state. We, we just had one. Blessed Trinity and Elka is the only one that we, uh, we wanted to cover. Final in that one was Blessed Trinity 37, Elka 14. Blessed Trinity scores the last 23 points from the midpoint in the third until the horn. Uh, around our area, number one, Buford, all over Mallard Creek. 56-7. to seven. Buford led 42 to nothing at half. Buford, an absolute wagon this year. They're just <laughs> absolutely pumping everybody. Um, I think they're top five in the nation. So that's always a good thing. Two defending state champs, if I'm not mistaken, from other states. They've beaten uh, Thompson last week from Alabama like and like Mallard Creek. Uh, 6A. Uh, Gainesville, 30-7 to over Mountain View. They scored 14 non-offensive points, uh, pick six and blocked field goal scoop and score. So uh, the, the Red Leghorns are ranked number seven and 2-0. and Rolling. Habersham Central, the Apple, Apple Knockers, get a great result over White County, 42-28. to White County was favored by two. Um, Canaan, Cannon or Canaan, Cannon. you think? You Cannon. think Cannon? Yeah. You think? Like Franklin County Cannon. That's the way it's spelled. The city. You think, though? Yeah. Okay. Will Bank, seven receptions, 186 yards, and two touchdowns. Jackson County, 22-7 to over Duluth. Uh, they pick up their first ever win over a Class 7A opponent. Yeah, that was a big result for the Panthers. You know, the, we've been following them for a while now, and uh, they were a one-point underdog in that game, and they came out and beat Duluth by 15. So... Big showing for them. They got another big game this week, I think. What are we down to? 5A? Yep. Okay, 5A. Clark Central and Oconee County played. Uh, Clark Central was number 8 in 5A. Oconee County number 8 in 3A. And Oconee County whipped up on them 33-9. to nine. Uh, LSU commit whip weeks. Six carries, 90 yards, two touchdowns, and a 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Flower Branch, nine. St. Pius, zero. An absolute defensive just slugfest. Falcons of Flower Branch allowed only 131 yards total offense. Jefferson, 56-28 to 28 over Wren, South Carolina. Not, I do have to issue an apology to Pastor <laughs> Well Retired. Do, do you, is it like a Marine? Reverend. Is it for life? Well, no, I'm just saying, is it for life? Like, do you ever retire from the, being a reverend, being a preacher, pastor? I don't think a, so. Doctor so it's reverend. like a Marine. Like, once, once, you're, once you're a Marine, you're just, you know, you're not like a former Marine. You're, yeah. You're a Marine. Yeah, I think so. So it's like, a, it's like he's a, I can just say, you know, he's, you know, pastor. I reverend, think so. Reverend. The Rev. Yeah. Anyways, Carlton Allen, <laughs> uh, from, from Wrens, Georgia, which I had the whole, you know, story about being a speed trap, you know, uh, I got an issue of apology. I do love Renz. I actually came through there earlier this week on the way back from Savannah. Uh, didn't stop, but came through there. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get stopped either, so that's a win. Uh, Jefferson scored 102 points so far this year and have allowed 75. Sammy Brown had 178 yards, four touchdowns rushing, and 10 tackles all over the field. Yeah, love I think the, the big question for Jefferson is how good is their defense. You know, because their uh, offense has been very. putting up some points. Doesn't look like it's very good. Uh, the double D jaw, double D. <laughs> Woo! The double G dogs. There it is. There it was. Of Wander, 
48 to 0 over ML King and the Double G Dogs are 2 and 0 for the first time since 2017. Really hot start for Juan Barrow picking up the win in the Battle of Barrow over Appalachia and then shutting out MLK uh 48 to nothing. Wow. Down in 4A uh, now with Madison County and Elbert County. Madison County was the home team there and unfortunately saw them Lose a tough one. Lose a tough one. 48-34. Elbert's running back, Quan Moss, 31 carries, 237 yards for touchdowns. Madison County quarterback, Camden Smith, 10 carries for 180 yards and three touchdowns. A lot of scoring going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maxwell, so the computers, does have Elbert as 18.44 points better than last season. I think that makes them one of the most improved teams in the state. Yeah, in our classification, I think they're third most improved this year. Um, Elbert's got something going on. You know, they they beat Hart in a game that really not a lot of people expected them to win. And then Madison was a four-point favorite at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Madison put up a fight. I'm not discouraged about the Red Raiders, Uh, but – I think Elbert's a lot stronger than people thought from just comparing to last year. Down in AAA, Franklin County was on the road at Pickens, South Carolina. Uh, they did not get lost. They went ahead, and <laughs> went ahead and kept the football program alive, and they lost 42-17. to Didn't lose the bus, lost the game. Uh, Raven County and Stevens County, this actually ended up being a really good game. Uh, Raven County came away with a win 14-7. to the lowest point scored for Ravens since 2009 and the fewest in a victory since 98. Yeah. Uh, Raven led 216 to 147 in total yards. Um, Stevens, uh, Stevens County defensive back, what what do you think that is? Jasek. Is it Jasek? Jasek. Okay. J-A-S-E-C. Smith is his last name. Smith's an easy one. (laughs) 11 tackles, three pass breakups, uh, and he held All-State wide receiver Jaden Gibson from Raven to just 38 yards. Yeah, that's a pretty uh, impressive statistic, reminiscent of when Paul Oliver shut down Calvin Johnson when Georgia played Georgia Tech. Jaden Gibson, I think he did have an interception that sealed the game late in the the game, though. uh, down to Double A, Athens Academy twenty three over Mobile Christian and Alabama seven. Unfortunately, all the baseball players we rattled off last week weren't <laughs> able to come out and and cheer on the Mobile Christian, whatever's they were. I don't remember what they were. Anyways, Athens Academy wins that one twenty three to seven. <laughs> Social Circle twenty five, East Jackson zero. Uh, Social Circles Mason Moore eight receptions one hundred fifty two yards and a touchdown. He's a tall, skinny kid. Yeah, he's the one who. Uh, when we played them last, ripped the ball out and took it for a yeah, touchdown. He's good. Yeah, he played because he played. He played just kind of a safety and star kind of yeah. deal going. Yeah, he was good. Um, is he a senior this year? I believe so. Okay. I don't know though. Lumpkin County twenty-eight over Union County's six. Uh, Union County was a twenty-one point favorite. They were at home, so they were upset uh, big after their week one win over Fanning County. Head coach Heath Webb has Lumpkin at 2-0 and for the first time since 2011. Yeah, Heath Webb does a, a pretty good job at struggling programs. Uh, you remember back in 17, he got Winder Barrow all the way up to 9-3 and and then went to Gainesville, did not have success there. Now he's at Lumpkin County. He seems to have, a, have Lumpkin County on the right track. He's a program builder. Um, 
single A Division Two, so below, right below Commerce. We'll get into the top ten of D one here in just a second. Uh, number seven, Lincoln County, twenty seven over McCormick of South Carolina to six. Twenty seven to six, Lincoln County wins that one. Lincoln held McCormick to just sixty six total yards. Towns County, 23, Lake Oconee Academy, 0. Uh, Towns County's first home shutout since 2008. Do we have a Do we have a, a trivia for that one? Who is that against? I should have known. Get, get, get I it, bet see, it was Lakeview Academy. Get get on that. See see who that was. 2008, we were in high school, so that's oh, a long time ago. They had a good team. I think that was the last time uh, they finished above 500, Towns County. Uh, I'll rattle off. The Class A D1 top 10 while you're looking for that. Number 10, Darlington, 45 to 22 over Sonoraville. Number 9, Metter, 28 to 14 winners over ECI on the road. Came up through there too, both those towns as I was coming up uh, from Savannah. Uh, number 8, Lamar County, 21, Upson Lee, 20. Really good game there. Lamar stopped Upson Lee on a two point play try with four seconds left. Uh, UGA commits CJ Allen. Uh, for Lamar County, I'm pretty sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 108 yards rushing and 17 tackles. Uh, also made the game-saving tackle on that two-point play try. Um, number seven, Whitfield Academy, 35 nothing over Strong Rock Christian. Number six, Blakely County, 46 over Wilcox County, 14. Blakely County, 46-14 to 14 over Wilcox County. Huge win for Blakely County there because uh, Wilcox County was number four in single A D two. Number five, Irwin County, forty eight to six over Dooley County. Turns out Dooley County is not good. So that, was, <laughs> that was that was incorrect. But I did say the last thing I said before I said all that about Dooley County was they also could get blown out and I would not be surprised. So more like Dookie County. <laughs> number four, Swainsboro, forty two to zero over number ten Washington County. Uh Washington County's number ten in single A D two, right? Uh, is that right? No, double A. They're in double. Okay. Mm-hmm. So another kind of a statement win for yeah. uh, Class A D1. Class A D1 is so good. Uh, we already talked about Raven County. They're number three. Uh, Brooks County, number two. It's a little bit of a struggle with Wayne County, 39 to 25. Mm-hmm. So uh, J. Bo Shaw's new team, who yep. J. Bo is at Raven. Uh, he's down at Wayne now. Uh, J. Bo Shaw's uh, new team, they did provide some resistance to Brooks County's hammer. Yep. Um, they were down. Brooks was down twelve to nothing early, but they scored touchdowns on two fumbles and interception, a kickoff and a punt. So they got it done all With over the field. Defense and special teams. Right. Um, so that's something to kind of make note of. I think more so for Wayne. I think that says more about Wayne than it does Brooks. Yeah. Quick turnaround. I think two years ago Wayne didn't win a game. Maybe I remember correctly. Yeah. So. They got. They got him. Uh, I think he's got a pretty good deal going down there from mm-hmm. what I hear. Um, region, hang on one second. I got, I got, I got a fly like going up your pants leg or a, a cricket. I think it was a cricket. I don't know what it was. An invader. Man, that was a tough scene. Whew, electric audio though. <laughs> um, where, Number where was one, I at? Prince Avenue off this week. Oh, that's where I was, number one. Or last week. See, I was almost through it, and I just I couldn't get through it, man. It was climbing up my leg. It was a tough scene. It's distracting. 
Region 8A D1, uh, the only team not covered uh, yet was Athens Christian, and they won 42-8 to over Lakeview Academy. Uh, T.J. Finch, 102 yards rushing, four touchdowns, and one scoop and score. Yeah, I think you can look at the early season results here for Region 8A Division One and see that everybody's pretty strong. Uh, I think when you look at Athens Christian, they're really the only question mark of how strong they will be because they haven't they haven't played too high of a quality of opponent yet. Um, did find that stat about Towns County. Oh, who was it? It's kind of interesting. Oh, hang on. Let me try to guess. All right. Was it in region? No. Was it a school that's near Towns County? Does it border Towns County? No. Whoa. The score was 50-0. to zero. Oh, Towns my gosh. Won. Was it? Man, I don't know. Who was it? Hebron Christian. No. Yes. What Full a week. Circle. What a week to uh, to look that up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, that was awesome. Uh, let's do uh, week three preview. Let's, let's get right into it. Around the state this week, we have uh, just one game to cover. Most of the good games are in Northeast Georgia again. Yeah. So shout out to Northeast Georgia and our coverage area for having all the good games. <laughs> uh, but in 6A, Rome is number three. In 7A, uh, Carrollton is number eight. So Rome's going to go on the road to Carrollton. Uh, Carrollton's Julian Lewis, a.k.a. Juju, uh, a freshman quarterback. Is His stats for this, oh my gosh, JT Daniels just threw a dime. And my computer just froze. He broke the computer. He broke the computer. The game's tied up. Fourth quarter, the backyard brawl. Um, speaking of good quarterbacks, Juju Lewis. <laughs> uh, he's a freshman at Carrollton. 35 for 56 on the year for 506 yards and nine touchdowns. Uh, a lot of people are saying that he's probably the best quarterback prospect since Lawrence Fields, that kind of class, wow. whichever one, take your pick. Um, I think he's more of a Fields, but I, I'm not I'm not really sure. Uh, I mean, 500-plus yards through two games – who knows? He could be sniffing some of those records that Lawrence and Stockton and some of those guys have. So, uh, But the reason this I, I wanted to talk about this game is because Rome's defense is stout. Um, they, they played number two Creekside in the opener, held them to six points, and they forced five turnovers. I think they held their quarterback. Creekside's quarterback was something crazy. It was like two for 17 or something. Wow. So he's going to get his first huge test of his high school career. Yeah, Rome's all – I mean, they're kind of one of those programs that are known for things, and Rome's known for having strong defenses. Mm -hmm. um, so this this will be a great game. Around our area, Buford versus North Cobb. How about Buford only being a six-point favorite? Shit, that says something about North Cobb, doesn't it? That says if I could actually put some money on that game, <laughs> I could retire. Uh, North Cobb uh, – we need every a high time, school sports every time, bookie. Every time I say something like that, though, like <laughs> I, I'm never right. North Cobb leads the series three to one. Uh, Buford and North Cobb have uh, split the last two games in the series, and North Cobb upset Buford twenty eight to fourteen in twenty twenty. Buford won thirty five to twenty seven in twenty twenty one. So uh, historically, it's been a close game. Yeah, and I think those first two wins for North Cobb were like back in the fifties or something. So, yeah. really just, it's been an even match the last two years. 
Uh, down in 6A, Gainesville on the road at Monroe area. So this will be a good one. Uh, Gainesville's a 22-point favorite, looking to start 3-0 for the first time since 2009 when the class AAA state runner-up Red Leghorns went 14-1 and lost a heartbreaker to Peach County 13-12. Uncle Song, Leghorns going to keep it rolling. I think so. I remember when uh, the schedules came out for this season. This was one I had circled, and I think Gainesville might follow, follow this one up with uh, Clark Central next week. Mm-hmm. But they they've had they had Marist. Uh, who'd they have last week? Who'd they beat last week? Uh, Mountain View. Mountain View. So, yeah. yeah. uh, but then, you know, Monroe area is one of the best teams in AAA down there in uh, in AA. They've been really good the last three or four years. So I, I think this will be a great game. Uh, I think Gainesville will win, though. It's funny how the line is uh, – Is I think they've caught up to Gainesville being good. It seems yeah. like the computers. Um, so that, three score yeah. plus one. All the road. Uh, but Monroe, I think they're a little down compared to last year. Yeah, I least. think probably so, too. Um, they got beat by Loganville. Yeah. Haversham Central is off, so the Apple Knockers, they got to get they got to get busy. It's, it's, it, harvest, it's harvest season. It's harvest season. <laughs> harvest season. Strategic. Jackson County. <laughs> At uh, Central Gwinnett, where Central Gwinnett's a five-point favorite. I kind of like the Panthers there. I do, too. Central Gwinnett ain't the Central Gwinnett that Commerce fans remember from back in the day. <laughs> uh, like, way back in the day. And 5A, uh, Clark Central is off. Number seven, Flowery Branch on the road at Stevens County. So, another good one that Stevens County is going to be a part of. Flowery Branch is 13-point favorites. Uh, who you like in that one, Saul? I like Stevens County. At home. To cover, for sure. Yeah. You like them to win outright? I like them to win outright. I think that's a big – I think eight – I mean, I really like eight AAA. I have for the last couple of years. Um, and I think that this Stevens County team is going to be really fired up to win a game because they lost to Rabin last week, and they barely beat Habersham the week before. So, I, I think that they're going to be ready to win this one. Jefferson's playing St. Pius. Uh, Jefferson is a one-point favorite. Um, I guess the question is, will St. Pius be able to slow down Sammy Brown? I mean, St. Pius was able to slow down Flowery Branch pretty well. Flowery Branch only scored nine points, but I, I think Jefferson's too much for him. I think this is an easy take here for Jefferson. The double G dogs of Wander Barrow, 38-point favorites over Salem. The witch trials. It ain't quite Salem season yet. October is <laughs> when Salem starts to really get wild. Uh, quad A, Madison County is off. Uh, so, Saul has no conflicts tomorrow night. Saul will be in, in commerce. If he's not dead, you sound sound like you bad one over there. Yeah, it's, I slept with the windows open the other night. You know how... What's, white, what's, what's right now? Uh, like some kind of weed or something? What's 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 the what's the uh, the allergen? Ragweed. Ragweed usually starts coming in this time it's of year. It's been real dry too. Man, we need some rain. Hopefully not tomorrow night though. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of high school football, uh, North Oconee in South Forsyth. South Forsyth is favored by seven. Yeah, that one blew me away. I I had to double that check right? that one. I'm gonna triple check it. Triple right check now that because North Oconee is number two in, in Quad A. They're on a roll, uh, beating Oconee County. Now you know it's you know transitive, but. After Oconee County put a lick on Clark Central, I think that North Oconee win is even more. Yeah, it you know, says something. More. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure seven point favorite. They were seven point favorite, but I'm going to double check. Okay, uh, I'll move. So, yeah, seven point favorite. Really? 
Yep. Uh, I'll, that's another bet the mortgage plus seven in North Oconee. Um, moving down to AAA, Franklin County at Lumpkin County, where Lumpkin County is only an eight-point favorite. And they've had a great start. Franklin County looks to avoid its first 0-3 start since 2018. And uh, like I said, Lumpkin County's off to a 2-0 start. Yeah, I think Lumpkin picks up another win here. Franklin picks up another loss. Hart County, 14-point favorites over Appalachie. Uh, like Hart there. Number seven, Oconee County. Or do, you, do you like Hart there? Yeah, I like Hart there. Okay. Yeah. There was no comment. I didn't know if that was a, a silent protest. I mean, you you took it, so. <laughs> Number seven is Oconee County. They are a 28-point favorite over Putnam County. Uh, Putnam County is number five in double-A, a big matchup for the battle-tested Watkinsville Warriors. Putnam finished 12-1 and last season and lost in the quarterfinals to Fitzgerald 21-7. So Putnam's a good good team, uh, They especially the past year. Um, our boy Seals, he's probably going to be at this game, mm-hmm. if I had to guess. Uh, big game for for uh, for all of Eaton down there. Yeah, I don't know if they have enough to stop Oconee right now, but I don't think that Oconee covers a 28-point spread over Putnam this week. I gotta ask Sills what's going on with that interchange down there. Are they ever gonna get that done in Macon? So I went through Macon. I you know I drove up. Seems like I drove a lot this week. The interchange right there, this like right in Macon. This the on seventy five. I guess it's seventy five sixteen and something else. They have been working on that. I think I know where interchange you're about. for at least five years. Yeah. Because it's, it's it's over the river right there, mm-hmm. and I, I swear every time I go down there, it looks like they've regressed. <laughs> it's like it's like I've done less. It's like somehow I got to I got to talk to Sales about that. I think he's the project manager, so I'll get him <laughs> on the line. Uh, White County closing out AAA. White County eighteen point favorites over Chesity, so they'll try to get back on track after the apple knockers knocked them on the head. Boy, <laughs> who you got in that one? I like White. Yeah. Double A, Athens Academy versus number one Prince Avenue, biggest private school rivalry in Northeast Georgia. Uh, this is like the battle for like uppity five points. Is this what this is? Yeah, I think if you lose this game, you can you they'll still interact at the fancy kind of you know hip hip uh, middle middle aged white folks places in Athens. But they'll talk bad behind each other's back. Like oh, I can't believe we lost that game. What's the What's the place that uh, they have the fifth quarter or the the brunch? Uh, the grill. Yeah, the hilltop. The hilltop grill. grill. This is the battle for the hilltop. You want to bring the mule grits into this song? <laughs> you do not want to bring the mule grits into this. The red mule grits. Either that or Arnold Reserve. Dantzler and the real butthead. You want to bring those boys into this? We need to get them on. <laughs> we should show up to the Hilltop Grill one Sunday morning and just do our show right beside <laughs> us. We'd get thrown out. Oh, we would be thrown out so quick as soon as we started talking. <sighs> um, <laughs> almost said, I'll say something in the next break. I almost said it. I don't, I don't want to go there. Uh, let me see. Let me watch West Virginia return this punt, though. Here we go. Oh, it looked like he had a good setup. Uh, there's a flag on the field. It's twenty four. It's twenty four all right now in the fourth quarter. We gotta Holy wrap this thing smokes. up. We got we gotta see the end of this game. Uh, anyways, this is the first time they haven't played each other as region opponents. I it think. is. Um, the series is tied nine to nine, but Prince has won the last two by a combined score of ninety to twenty. Yeah. Song, 
Prince Avenue's 21-point favorites. Who do you like to win, and do you like Prince to cover? Yes to both of those. Woo. Prince to win, Prince to cover. They got the quarterback, Athens Academy, hadn't played nobody. Mm, they uh, played nobody, they Paul. They played nobody. Paul, they went all the way down to Mobile, and they still didn't play nobody, even though they went to Tide Country, Paul. That's literally Tide Country. It is. That's Roll Tide Country and Water Tide Country. <laughs> the Ocean Tide. Banks County is a six-point favorite over Oglethorpe. How about Banks? God, two, they're going to start 2-0 for the first time since 2011. I'm calling it right now. What do you think, son? Oglethorpe beat East Jackson. You think Oglethorpe's got something cooking? Where's this at, Homer? This is in Homer. No, listen, nobody just goes into Homer and, and knocks off the Leopards. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Commerson is on the road at West Hall. West Hall's a 16-point favorite. I do not think East Jackson gets their first win there. No, I'm going to walk back my seven-win statement mm-hmm. for East Jackson. Here that was go. a bold take. There we go. You had some good takes in the, in, in, week, in the week one you know, preview combo yeah. show, but that was not one of them. That was the worst. Union County is a 21-point favorite over Towns County. Um, and God, the, the mountains are just battling it out. Up I there. love it. I love it. I love that they're all playing each other now. They're just battling it out. <laughs> Union, Fannin, Gilbert, Lumpkin, Lumpkin Pickens, Ravens. Towns, all of them. Stevens even getting in there. In what the if mix. they? What if they uh, secede from the GHSA and form a mountain and league? Form a mountain. That, league. You, you think we'd get invited? I would Banks rather be would, in that. Banks would get invited. Commerce would not get invited. Eighty five's the line. They don't go past eighty five. Well, Banks. Has they don't a go claim. west. I know what it would be. They won't go well. Maybe Dade. I bet they wouldn't want to go west of seventy five. They wouldn't want to go south of Highway twenty. Yep. The and they wouldn't want to go south of eighty five. No. That would be the that would be the, the good old boys you know, whatever you want to call it. The good old boys high school football association. Do you invite Franklin to the Mountain League? Well they're south of eighty five. I don't think you can. Or does it you does it kind Hart. of cross over? Franklin might cross over eighty five. It does. I think you maybe could invite Franklin. You're getting too. You know, I don't know. You're I don't getting, think. I don't think you I can. I think that's too. That's East an Georgia. East Georgia. That's an East Georgia school. I think you stop at probably Stevens. I think Stevens, Stevens Banks. Is Stevens like Haversham line. Banks. Stevens Haversham Banks. White North Hall. Yeah, I think North, North Hall classifies. You have to split because Hall County. What, what's that little town up there? That's Claremont. A, Claremont's a mountain town. Yeah. I mean, you got to include Claremont. Yeah. The Mountain League. So do you do do you do North North uh, for and like North? No. No, they're, they're, they're too metro. Scythe, they're too metro. metro. They're too metro. Dawson, yeah, you know, up up that way. That'd be way. a great league. That would. I wish. They I would think do they that. do that in rec ball now. I wish they, they have a that. mountain ball rec league. Um, <laughs> did I get through all of our? Did I get through double A? Yeah, yes. we talked. You okay? In uh, single A D two, uh, Lincoln County is playing ECI. That's going to be a really good game. Number seven, Lincoln County, four point favorite. I think Lincoln County walks in this one. I think really, it's going to be a pretty, pretty big win for them. Really, okay. They found uh, a freshman back. I think that put up some pretty good numbers okay. for them last okay. week. Washington Wilkes is a forty-point favorite over Glen Hills. What is Glen Hills? It sounds like somebody's name. It sounds like an apartment complex. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that nobody wants to live in. It's got two N's, two L's. Glen Hills. Oh. Oh my gosh, West Virginia. Big play, big play. Oh, we got caught. Oh man. This is this is electric. All right, class, class A, D one, 
top ten. Number ten, Darlington is playing Christian Heritage. Number nine, Metter is playing number four in Double A, Pierce County. Uh, Pierce County is a nineteen point favorites. So what do you think, Saul? I like Pierce to win. I don't like them to cover. Okay. Pierce is forty-eight to sit in six over the last four seasons with four region titles and one state crown. So the uh, the nineteen points may be worthy, but that's a lot. Matters a good matters a good team. Um, Lamar County is a pick'em versus Dublin, so um, I think Lamar is going to win that one. I think that's the game. I've been seeing a lot of early season hype about Lamar County. Uh, went six and four last year. Did not make the playoffs. Do you think it's because of C.J. Allen? I think that's part of it. I think C.J. Allen has a lot to do with it. Uh, but Dublin's going to be a huge test for them. Dublin's also got a defensive end that I saw that was really good. Um, let's see. I think this may – oh, it's not region. Never mind. I was thinking this may be a region game. But Dublin thus far has, has made some noise. They Well, they beat Wilkinson. Today. I don't know much about Lamar County. Let me, let me, let me keep going. Sorry. Well, Dublin beat Wilkinson County twenty-one to nothing in the opening, uh, in the opening game. The reason I talk about that defensive end, I saw that it was either uh, recruit Georgia or Rusty Manziel was talking about him and saying that this kid was one of the biggest under the radar prospects in the state of Georgia. And Dublin has had some great teams over the years, um, but they're in that region with Blackley and Swainsboro. That is not where I thought Lamar County was. I didn't know Lamar County was Barnesville. Huh. I didn't either. Also, you want to know another fun fact? You want to know a fun fact about Barnesville? They have a golf course called Deer Trail Country Club. Really? Yes. Huh. I know that because when I put those courses into the system that I work with, I had to put Deer Trail Country Club dash Barnesville and Deer Trail Country Club dash Commerce so you could know which one you were, huh. you were posting your scores to. Uh, RIP to the one in Commerce. Yeah. So I don't have to... I no dash have to, There's anymore. no dash anymore. It's just Deer Trail. Yeah, it's Barnesville. The survivor. Unfortunate. Uh, West Virginia just scored, maybe. I don't know. That's going to get reviewed. That's going to get reviewed. JT Daniels, one-yard rush, little QB sneak. He's looks like he's not sure if he got in. Nobody's <laughs> sure. Um, number seven is where we are. <laughs> Whitfield Academy, they are on the road at Providence Christian, 37-point favorites. Number six, Bleckley County is off. Number five, Irwin County is off. Number four, Swainsboro, 24-point favorites versus Jeff Davis. Number three, Raven County, 25-point uh, favorites versus Adairsville. Do you say Adairsville or Ville? Adairsville. That violates my two syllables thing theory that I have. Yeah. Adairsville. But I, I think. I but think see, one success. But no, I think I, th- I I think what it is is when you say Adairsville, it's almost like you're not even saying the yeah. first syllable. You're saying Adairsville. Yeah, Adairsville. Yeah. So it's really kind of just two syllables. It's a slur. I don't know if it's everybody on the pod knows my. So you know, there's a everybody. This is for the podcast because I don't know if we had this conversation. Do we have this conversation on the pod? Maybe, but I don't know. The vol versus veal. Like when do you say veal? Yeah. And when do like you say bull? Danielsville. And right, and that Walkins was my veal. my theory was that if there's two syllables before b i l l e, you say veal. Mm-hmm. But if it's just one syllable before V I L L E, it's a vol. Gillsville. Maysville. 
but the, Adairsville is the only one that that throws that that theory off. There's probably a few few others I'm forgetting, but I think it's a pretty solid. Theory. I think it's a pretty solid. And I think too. I think I can I can kind of make it a gray area because people just say Daresville. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows how many syllables that is. <laughs> Number two, Brooks County, nineteen point favorite at Cook. It seems like Cook's always kind of like good, but they're not good enough to win. Yeah. I don't know what their deal is. I don't know enough about Cook to say. Me either. Prince Avenue and Athens Academy. We've already covered that one. Prince Avenue is number one in Class A D1. Uh, in our region, Region 8A D1, Athens Christian is playing Tattnall Square. How about Tattnall Square? What a name. <laughs> square dancing. Just almost What's going square. on? What's going on with Tattnall Square? What do you got for us, Song? I don't know very much about Tattnall Square. I know they're... This uh, is our weekly uh, look up a school and find out about it. Tattnall Square Academy. Uh, start strong, finish strong. That's their their mantra. They're in it Macon. Looks like it's in Macon. Shout out to Seals. Um, let's get to the Wikipedia. Let's 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 find something about, about them. They went nine and two last year. Uh, lost in the second round to Darlington. 24. Tattnall Square Baptist Church back in 1969. That's when it was chartered school it is accredited they're they're accredited their motto is dedicated to excellence they've won some state titles have they I think they that may be oh they're in the that other league the GISA that's why I wasn't as familiar with them DeAndre Smelter is a uh Famous alumni. Played in, played in the league for a while. He was a techie. He was a nerd. Uh, is there anything interesting about this school at all? I just I don't see much of anything. No. That's a shame. We let the, let the listener down on that one. I think their best season would have been 2016. They made a semifinals run in the private league. So they were in they were in GHSA from 2014 until this last season. They were one of the schools that seceded mm. with the multiplier. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, uh, and yeah, they went yeah. back to the GIS. Yeah, those folks got mad. I remember that. That's good. I hope they're enjoying it. Um, <laughs> in our region, Elbert County, ten point favorite versus Harlem. So the boys from Harlem are coming down. The Globetrotters. Um, the Globetrotters. They're gonna probably fly out of JFK and land it maybe land they might land in the granite bowl Whew. who knows tight landing um 10 point favorite you like uh elbert to cover that song harlem's usually got a pretty good team but i do like i i, I think elbert's pretty good this year i like him to cover commerce versus hebron christian uncle song hebron christian we have a line. We have a line this week. The first time of this season, Hebron Christian, one-point favorite on the road. On the road at Tiger Field. What do you think, Commerce son? underdog. Well, we'll start by previewing the Hebrew. <coughs> oh, Hebrew. Hebrew. The Hebron Christian lines. Where is Hebron? In Decula. No. In the Bible? Biblically. Uh, it is in the land of Judah. Okay. So northern Israel. That if I, if I'm not mistaken, that is where David was anointed the king, king of Israel. Yeah. So, so I knew it had to be there. I didn't know exactly where 
Whereabouts? Yeah. Mountainous? Mountainous. Mm. Um, Would Hebron be invited to the mountain? The mountain schools that, that break off? No. Okay. Mountainous. Yeah. Uh, they are maroon and gold, these Hebron Christian lions. Uh, I think everybody's pretty familiar with Hebron. You know, we were in same class as them for a while in 8A. Uh, but if you're not familiar with them, they are a private co-ed college prep Christian K-12 through school. A lot of information there. Uh, that we got our first three zip code. Three o o one nine. That's a shame. We're back in the state of Georgia. Um, Hebron got hit pretty hard with that uh, realignment that happened this past off season. So they were at three hundred sixty six students in twenty eighteen, but with the multiplier, they jumped all the way up to seven hundred students. So that made them jump from Class A private to Triple A. So they're in that region now with Oconee. Uh, Hart, Franklin, Stevens. Uh, they started playing football back in 2007, and they've been playing ever since. That's 16 seasons. Uh, they've been okay. Um, worse than 500, 68 and 79 on the overall record. That's a 46.3 winning percentage. Um, Dino, can you best guess when their best season was? The year that they beat Commerce and took pictures on the field in front of the in front of the glowing tiger lights. Yes. RIP. That to those tiger lights. That was their best season. Twenty nineteen. Uh they upset Commerce at Tiger Field. Jeff Saturday. Yep, Jeff Saturday and his son, uh gosh, what was his, his son's name? And that's when we had wide the, receiver. We we wondered in the uh, in our typical spot in Ray Lamb Stadium, if if perhaps uh, Saturday and Coach Brown made entertain in Oklahoma for actually for, for if if there would have been a tie instead of overtime, yeah, just send them both out, strap the them 50 up, yard yeah, line. and then whoever comes out, whoever comes out, <laughs> that's how you said it. That's how we were going to settle it. That would have been really, really great. <laughs> that would have been a legend. <laughs> I'm in the best finish Sudden ever. death, Oklahoma in the middle of the field. No, I think I think Saturday's got to snap the ball though. I think I think I think Coach Brown has to just be a defender. Yeah. And then he's got to Saturday's got to snap it like he normally would, and he's got to he's got to hold him off. Yeah. Maybe that's how it would have would have worked. I think you put a you put some time on the clock, get them both at midfield, have a quarterback out there, snap, and then if Saturday holds them off for like I don't know maybe five seconds, then Hebron wins. But if Coach Brown gets to the quarterback, Commerce wins. That would have been awesome. Do you bring Peyton Manning back as the quarterback yeah, retro? Peyton Manning comes out. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, we lost that game, and Heber went on to go to the quarterfinals. That that, they also um, treated it like the uh, the Super Bowl. Like the one the Super it, was Bowl a big, it was a big deal but for them. But they were a little bit more – rather than I, – I feel I just feel like Southern Circle, like – was a little bit over the top with their with their whole like get on you know social medias and like just go in, insane. I feel like Hebron didn't really do that. Yeah, what Dino's talking about is when social circle. Well, this was beat. a call back to last year, last, or last year. week. This call back to last week because we were talking about social circle yeah. last week and how they you know act like they beat the kid up from Morgan County and now yeah. social circles changed and da 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 da. 
So it was a, call, a little bit of a callback to last week, but Social Circle did the, somewhat of the same thing as Hebron did that year. Took pictures in front of the Tigers. I mean, it was side. both. I think it was the first time they ever won Well, at Commerce. Yeah, I think you're right. Both uh, of them. Both of them. So that, that was a big win for Hebron. Um, this season, or last season, there were not a lot of big wins. Uh, 2021, Hebron went four and seven. Uh, since Jeff Saturday's departure, uh, they had only won seven games and lost 14 under coach Stan Luttrell. Um, so they have a new head coach. Out with the old, in with the new. Jonathan Guess, the, at least the casual high school football fan in the state of Georgia knows that name. Uh, famous, made famous by Eagles Landing Christian Academy and their kind of insane six-state title run in Class A private. Also won 11 region titles over there at Elka and went 160 and 39. Um, there at Hebron, he's gone 2-0. First uh, week of the season, they beat Chesity on the road, a triple-A team, uh, 63-13. And last week they beat Providence Christian at home, forty-eight to nine. Um, they have some some good players down there at Hebron. On offense, their main guy is uh, junior quarterback Gavin Hall. Uh, last year in twenty twenty-one, he had eleven hundred and fourteen yards rushing, eighteen touchdowns on the ground. So far in twenty twenty-two, he's almost at four hundred yards rushing with 399 and uh, 348 passing, seven touchdowns. Uh, freshman running back Devin Caldwell comes in behind him, and splitting out wide is wide receiver J.T. Hornick, who's had uh, three touchdowns against Providence Christian last week. Uh, their offensive that's line. That's a good football name. That's Hornick. A, that's a good good call over the loudspeaker name. J.T. Hornick on the catch. Yeah. I think that is a good You know one. what number he is? What number is he? I, I don't know I'm his about number. to find that out. Uh, while you do that, uh, I'll talk about their offensive line. So their smallest offensive wow. lineman is Gwinnett 200. Prep Sports Fans Choice Football Player of the Week, JT Hornet to you song. <laughs> Does it show his number? Unfortunately, not yet, but I'm on the case. Okay. So, uh, their smallest player on their offensive line is 220 pounds, which I thought, you know, it'll be probably a little bit akin to the teams that we've played thus far. Uh, Southside and Murphy both had pretty big offensive lines. Um, I mean, who could forget Ricky Queen? I don't think I'll ever forget him. Ricky Queen. Uh, Defensively, they also have a pretty big defensive line. Um, David Pierre and Simeon and Sycon John. <laughs> what? <laughs> Those names? Simeon and Sycon John. I bet you nailed that. I probably did. <laughs> oh, I bet you did. Come on. Uh, they're, they're whoppers down there on the defensive <laughs> line. 310. Fire grilled. Uh, <laughs> 265. I'm hungry now. And 250 pounds across the front. Um, we were talking about this series a little earlier, Commerce Hebron. We played every year from 
2012 to 2019 because we're in that class A or single A region eight. And after 2012, especially, but really even before then, that region became a heavy private region. And Hebron was a part of that. Uh, Commerce leads the series at seven and one. We won the first meeting 42 to 11, and we lost the last meeting uh, 21 to seven, which is what we were talking about earlier at Tiger Field. Uh, Hebron upset the, the then sixth ranked Tigers at home. Um, Dino, what do you think about this this matchup for the Commerce, just based on what you've heard? It's going to be another tough one. Yeah, I think I'm, it's going to be another tough one. I think <coughs> Hebron's you know going to be well coached. Obviously, they execute well, even though the, their competition hasn't been the absolute best they've played this year. They've proven that they can handle. Uh, handle their opponents. Yeah, I think it'll be more like Southside Christian where we've got a quarterback we've got to contain. Uh, last week against Murphy, I think defensively our assignment was to stop the wing tee. Uh, Rich, really, they were running more of a – I think more of a single wing. I'm not the best at wing tee. But, uh, you know, they were coming in and trapping us a lot, and we were supposed to play fundamental football to stop that. Against Southside, we blitzed a lot more, and that worked more to our advantage. I think that's probably going to be more of our strategy this week, too. We've just got to get to the quarterback and keep him contained if we're going to do that. Um, offensively, I think we're going to have to move those guys. It's going to be a big, a big task from guard to guard to move those you gotta get Pierre. You gotta get Pierre and Sycon John moved out of there. You gotta roll them out. <laughs> gotta get old Sycon John out of there. Probably gonna be a lot of doubles on the nose. I'm guessing David Pierre is the nose tackle at 310 pounds. That's some hosses now. Seen some it ain't hosses. no Ricky Queen, but it is it's some hosses. Yeah. What's their heights? You know heights. You know I don't do so heights. Why not? That's that. That's a big piece of the puzzle there. Let me look up some heights. What 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 else are some keys for commerce and to win and kind of well really to bounce back? And yeah, we got a loss. We got to see how this commerce team responds. Ultimately, this will fall on the the leaders on this team. It's going to fall on the seniors. It's going to fall uh, on how they have led this team at practice this week and kind of what their mindset is. If if we come out hungry like we were at Southside Christian, play it as a team. I think that we can win this game. Um, if if we come out and we're pouting or we're not playing as a team, I think it might get ugly. Um, and a part of that is we got to stop Gavin Hall. The guy rushes for almost 1,200 yards last year, already rushed for 400 in two games. Um, we got to stop that guy. I don't know if it's speed options, if these are quarterback draws, what this is, how he's getting the ball in and rushing it, but we got to stop stop him. Um, I think another key for Commerce is is we got to be a little bit more active and organized as fans. I think when we went to Southside Christian, um, we had way less fans than we did at home last week, but we made way more of an impact on the game. Um, and playing at Tiger Field should be a huge home field advantage, and I don't really feel like it was last week because we weren't as involved as fans. And then lastly, will those green tiger eyes glow? Mm. Uh, you know, I've heard some rumors that some vigilantes might be up there with some blow torches 
burning through that vinyl, uh, trying to get to those green eyes, making sure they glow on Friday night. I do know for a fact that David Pierre is playing defensive end. Okay. And I think the the brothers are, I guess, both tackles. I don't know, uh, but I, I just I can't find a height. I, can, I just can't. Yeah, I think that's why I didn't found it six two. Four. Pierre. I also have him at, at the, he, Max Pratt has him at 240. I read. You're, I got you're, those, hyping, you're hyping the boys up. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I got those weights from uh, Man, Gwinnett I'm Daily hyping, Press. I'm hyping the boys. Ah, my bad, song. Or Gwinnett Daily I see what you were trying to do. My bad. I just, I just rained on your your motivation parade there. Uh, what's the other? What's the, the, the Jones? That's it. Sock on Jones. <laughs> What do you think? How do you think you say that? I don't know. S I C H A N. I ain't throwing my hat. It has to be Psychon. We'll see how the voice in the sky at Commerce High throws throws it around tomorrow night. Simeon six two two eighty five, and there's some some horses. I love I love it. Psychon Jones. It's probably like Psychon. I, I don't know. I, what if the CH is just silent? What if it's just Scion? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he doesn't have a height. Whatever, however you pronounce his name. Well, I don't know. It's all on. It's all on Rob tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see how. He <laughs> we'll see how he pronounce. We didn't help him any here tonight. Um, he's gonna. Be, <laughs> he's gonna have that in his mind if he listens to this. Hope he doesn't. Um, <laughs> Predictions. One, the first prediction is: Will the green eyes be lit up in traditional commerce fa- fashion that provides the provides all the juice, provides all the mojo? When you look up there at that sign, it's like a reminder. It's like you know, playing for something more than yourself. When you see those green eyes, you know, they're intense. It strikes fear into the into the, the hearts and minds of the opponents, and it's unique. I don't know of another high no, school great. football stadium that has glowing eyes on a side. When you defend the scoreboard, you yeah. Know? When you defend the scoreboard in the fourth quarter, man, you're defending that. You're defending the eyes, and you it, it that that's a oh man, it's great. It's I don't. Great. Those think, eyes are great. I don't think they'll be on. Okay, well that's the first prediction. Well, how about the actual game? <laughs> um, I think. Commerce is going to have to – the offense will be tested more in this game. I think we're going to have to score some points. Um, I think Hebron will score 24. I say Commerce scores 27. Oh! Tigers win three points. We bounce back. I, I have faith in these boys. I, I watched them improve – so much from last season to scrimmage one and then such a huge leap from scrimmage one to scrimmage two. Then the momentum at Southside and then a heartbreaker last week. And I don't think that this – I think they bounced back from that defeat. I think they got too much – they got too much pride in themselves and too much pride in Ben Tigers to to roll up here. I think this is a very hard game to to determine – to kind of make predictions on because 
You got a lot of unknowns. I just don't know if Hebron's legit. I just don't know if they're there yet. I know they're. I know they're legit. I just don't know if they're legit, like coming to Commerce and win a game, yeah. like handedly, or if they're coming to Commerce and compete, or if they're not there at all yet and they're gonna maybe lay an egg. It's a hard one. Uh, I'm gonna go. Man, your, your score, what was your score? 27 23. 27 24. 27 24. Yeah. I like that score, so I like that score. Hmm. I'm going to go Commerce 24 21. I like that score. As long as Commerce wins, we love to score. Hey, you know it. Um,. What's my closing? What's my closing stuff? I need to say here. Do, I, do we miss anything? Nah, I think we got Any, it. Uh, dogs to wrap up. Dogs take on dogs. Oregon. Dogs. Yeah, we can talk about the dogs. I'm gonna be there. What do you think about? The, are you? Are you in the house? Yeah. What? Uh, where you at? The house of horrors, by the way. I've, still, I've never been to the stadium. So uh, Becca got me and Shelby tickets, and it's in one of the end zones. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna be driving down after work, speeding. I had. The worst experience of my life in one of those end zones. Yeah. As far as my football life. Yeah. Yeah. Overtime. Right in front of my face. Saw Couldn't the whole thing unfold. Second and 26. Like, oh, man, this it's might like be what? for real. And then right in front of my face. Boom. Well, okay, maybe it's not it for real. That place is still a house of horrors for Georgia's song. You yeah. better be careful down there. I will. I think the dogs are They're two and six. Since that, I think they've played there eight times, and I think they're two and six because they beat Auburn in the SEC uh-huh. twenty seventeen. Seventeen, and they've won another one. Was North Carolina? Ah, uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati Sugar Bowl. Yeah, or uh, Peach Bowl. Was that there? Peach Bowl. Yeah, Peach Bowl. That 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 that's their two wins. Mm. But they've gotten beat by Alabama three, four times in there. 18. 18. Natty. SEC. Uh-huh. So maybe just three. And then they also got absolutely smoked by LSU that year in that building. Maybe it's, maybe they've played there six times and they're two and four. When did we play? Which year was that we played LSU there? Uh, 2019, the year LSU won the national championship. Okay. Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah, never, yeah. That was a there was never a doubt one. who was winning that game. Whew. And Georgia was pretty good that year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> LSU was, uh, unfortunately, was you know the best team ever though, or the best offense ever at least. Um, who you liking that one, Solomon? Oregon's a, a huge underdog, seventeen and a half or something like that. I like the dogs. I, you like the dogs to cover seventeen and a half? I don't think we cover, but I like the dogs. I think that game is going to be a lot like Clemson last year, not in like style. No, it very much in style. Oregon doesn't play like Oregon anymore. In case you didn't know, I didn't know this. They're ground and pound, grind you. Oh, out. that'll be fun. A good line. Their offensive line's very good. Maybe the best offensive line in the country. Um, but the thing about that is, like, the grind you out, like, 
trenches is exactly how Kirby wants to play. Yeah. So I don't think I really don't think Georgia's gonna lose. I think there's no way they lose. But I, I think it's probably gonna be close. Like mm. for for it'll be it'll be close for long enough to where Georgia fans are like outraged on Twitter, <laughs> like calling for heads, like uh, freaking out. It. Um. But I do. I think they'll win by like, by about ten. I think I think I think they'll have a nice cushion by the end of the fourth quarter. Grind them out, wear them down. I think they got more depth than Oregon. But I do. I think it's a lot like the Clemson game last year. Yeah. They'll both be real conservative. I don't think you're going to see any crazy play calls. I think they'll just keep everything in front of them, and it'll be real boring. <laughs> but, but I mean, it's going to be two good teams. Yeah. I mean, Oregon may win the, the Pac-12, either them or Utah. Well, I'm so, excited. Oregon's a good team, and I mean Dan Lanning. He, you know, he knows what Georgia's going to try to do, so who knows? Who knows? It's fun. You should go to um, you should go to the the OG JR Crickets down there before you go over to. The, how are you getting down? Are you driving all the way? Or are you going to drive to Martin? Yeah, I bought some parking a parking pass um, in the Forsyth Street deck. Uh, so it's going to. I talk. I was talking to the truck driver who has season tickets for the Falcons today at work. He was saying that's going to be a little bit of a walk. Uh, it's like, oh, great. So I'm working Saturday after the Friday night. Uh, and then Shelby's going to meet me at work, and we're going to drive straight to the parking deck. What time out. do you get off work? 1230. It's going to be tight. <laughs> what time is kickoff? 330. So. I know. It's going to be tight. Oh, boy. But... I'm not going to have time to do anything. Atlanta is going to be a mess, by the way. I know. Dragon Con. I know. Labor Day weekend. I know. Football game. I know. I'm a Marta man. When I go go to games and, well, except for when I go to Hawks games, I drive straight to the arena because no one's ever there. Um, Hawks games, anything in Phillips, I usually drive straight there. But anything in the bins... I'm a big Marta man. I thought about doing Marta. And now the only bad thing about Marta is after the game. That's after the game is terrible. Yeah, like you really need to. There's a rush, like, and if you can barely beat that rush and get on that first train, that's like that beats the rush. It's great. But once that, if you miss that first train, you're in trouble. I've missed that first train more than once. Uh, well, I'll be driving. I I think we'll probably hang around and watch some of the Notre Dame. Ohio State game afterwards in Atlanta. Let some of the traffic clear out. That game could get ugly, but the game you're going to want to watch is Florida and Utah yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, in the swamp. That What was that? A little Boston? Yeah. In the swamp? In the swamp. I went to Boston this summer. I got a Red uh, Sox cap. I think that – man, that's a traitor. Um, I think that it's – that game will be will be interesting – I don't think Florida's going to win because Utah's really good. Yeah, but I think the Ohio State game could get out of control. You think so? I think I think they might crush their game, but I don't know. We'll see. It'll be a good. It's a good. It's good to have college football back. It is. And then next week we have everything back. We Sweetness. got a full. We got Thursday to Monday just full of football. This is when it gets like painfully like you're missing out everything if you're like if you get busy. You know what I mean. Yeah, or if you don't like football. Yeah, that's painful, too, for a lot of people. Think if you didn't like – think of how miserable September would be living in Georgia if you didn't like football. Just a whole lot of apple picking. Well, no, it's just hot. 
like in the it would be fine if you're like a northeast or like somewhere in the north because it starts getting pretty decently cool yeah. in September. But like the entire month of September, like it sh- you feel like it should be fall and it's just not. Yeah. And you don't like football. It'd be miserable. It would be tough. No, I hope you pull them through. You should go to crickets though if you have time. Sounds like you will not have time. No, but this, the stadium food's pretty good. That's what the bins is great. Me and it's just, it's not expensive. Um, they don't price gouge you in the bins. He said you could get popcorn popcorn for two dollars. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, you could get like a like you know cheeseburger combo with fries for like ten bucks and a drink. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's great, and the food's not bad. Well, they gouge I'm, you on the ticket, but they don't gouge you once you're there. Well, shout out to Becca because she got me a ticket. She got us yeah, tickets for Becca. free. So that's awesome. That's a you can't beat that price. No, so I just bought the parking pass and then we'll go down. But anyways, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to the Tigers on Friday night. We're going to be back at Rayland Stadium at seven thirty to welcome in the Hebron Christian Lions and have another tough game, another good game. That's it. That's all. Go Tigers.